0: Hey, 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 Kingdom Citizen and people all around the globe. This is your girl, Prophet C.L. with Mental and Love Notes 101. I just want to say how grateful I am just to know that God loves me. How grateful I am just to know that God loves you. He loves us too much to leave us in the situation that we're in. And so that's enough just to say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. While you are taking this moment to say, God, I thank you, share this with someone. Sow the seed of sharing. Sow the seed of caring. Sow the seed of loving. Let somebody else know about the word from the Lord. Even if you're listening to this as a replay or maybe not even on the date that it was spoken. But guess what? Because you are hearing it. God needed for you to hear it. God wanted for you to hear it. God had a meaning and a purpose for you to hear it. So I thank God for you, you and you. I thank God for the hearers. I thank God for allowing you to just tap in, lean in. God is doing something great and awesome in the land of the living. On today, I was beginning to drive. I had to take a commute to Raleigh, North Carolina. And in the midst of me taking the commute to Raleigh, North Carolina, I began to be behind this truck because I have come to the notion of understanding that God, wherever my wherever I am, wherever I'm called to do, called to be, wherever. I want to be able to know I see you and I understand that you show yourself mighty and strong in, in little simple things, right? So in the midst of me driving down the highway, um, the Raleigh Highway, I begin to just go and I get behind this truck. And in the midst of me getting behind this truck, I read the words K-E-H-E. And of course, I didn't have a clue what it was. And I'm like, but that the words, the words leaked off that truck to me. And it just kept saying K E am like, God, oh, what I K-E-H-E? K-E? I don't understand. But the the more I began to just stay behind that truck, I took a picture. I know. I was being cautious. But I took a picture of it because I needed to reflect back on it. I knew I couldn't look and, you know, research then because I was driving. And that was, you know, not a good thing. That was, you know unwise. So in the midst of me driving and I get to my destination, I still forgot. It was into a point that I began to sit down and around about 7, maybe 8 o'clock that I, the Holy Spirit reminded me to go search that word. And in the midst of me searching that word, Kehi, I looked up the word and it's a Hebrew origin and it means gift to God. Gift of God. How awesome is that? How awesome is God in letting us see that the gift of God is in you. The gift of God is in me. The greatest gift of all time is paraclete, Holy Spirit. And the greatest gift God had ever given mankind is to know and understand the partner that we have within us. The gift of God. God is saying, in this time and in this season, I'm getting ready to pour out my blessings upon those who've been faithful to those who've been unmovable, unbound, unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. God said, I got something great for those people. The remnant of people. Can he, the gift of God. The gift of God. And that brings me to a place of what I want to talk about on today. What the Lord has Because I was getting ready to go somewhere else. And the Lord said, no, uh-uh. I already gave you what the word was for today. I already given you what to do. I already giving you instructions. Don't you deviate. So in the midst of, the, of what God wanted me to talk about. I'm in the process of, right now, just finishing publishing the fifth book. And we know the number five is grace. So God has graced me to, with the scriber's anointing, to continue to write, continue to publish, continue to get the word out there. I can't do this on my own. I refuse to do it on my own. As I always tell Holy Spirit, I'm not even smart enough to do it on my own. But I'm so thankful for Holy Spirit wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and guidance on how to do certain things. But in the midst of me writing this book, the book is called Spiritually Isolated with Paraclete. Sacred sacred Writings in the Secret Closet. Sacred Writings in the Secret Closet. This book was dedicated to Paraclete who taught me what I did not know concerning his assignment on earth. I'm always elated for the in-depth time awarded to me to learn what I did not know. Yes, I was saved, I was sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, blood washed, speaking in unknown tongues, but was still oblivious to the full effect of Holy Spirit. Years ago, I received the initial evidence of speaking in unknown tongues, but lack, I was lacking the power of Holy Spirit. I've heard, I've heard many sermons, but nothing could compare to the one-on-one with Paraclete. Nothing. I specifically recall one morning during the pandemic, I was praying And immediately, spirit stopped me and said, let me teach you how to pray. My reply was, I've always been praying like this for years. Spirit replied, I know. That's why the results have been the same. (laughs) That's why the results have been the same. Because you're still doing it your way instead of my way. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. Scripture declared, but Paraclete, the Holy Ghost, when whom the Father will send in my name, Spirit will teach you all things and bring all things to your mind whatsoever I shall have said to you. Respectfully. Respectfully. Thank you, Holy One. For teaching me all things and continue to teach me all things that I need to know in order to live this abundant life. This abundant life. A life that has already been lived. A life that has already been walked out. Jesus has already been the one to do it. He said, now I have given you the spirit. I don't say the Holy Spirit. I say Holy Spirit. And in the, in the writings of this book, you will see I don't never reference him as the Holy Spirit. Why? And people probably saying, well, why didn't you put the in there? It's, it's right for, grammatically right to put the Holy Spirit. But we don't say the God. We don't say the Jesus. So why we got to put a the in front of the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit. He's not an it. He's not a something. Something said. No, Holy Spirit. And sometimes I don't, and I know I did it earlier, and please forgive me, because I don't even like to use the gender, his or him. I know the scripture said that, but if we think about it, spirit is spirit. Spirit could be anything he wants to be, when he wants to be, and how he wants to be. It's not gender specific. If I need him to be my mama, he'll be my mama. If I need him to be my daddy, he'll be my daddy. He's part of the Trinity. No specifics. I was already in love with God, but it felt like I fell in love with him all over again when I began to just commune with the Holy Spirit. So, yes, I am overjoyed for having the ears to hear what the Holy Spirit paraclete was saying. This bond is not created when we say we love God, because a lot of people out here saying they love God, but this bond is created when we show we love God. God said, even in the book of Isaiah, he said, yeah, not with your lip service, not with your a your, your, uh, 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 mouth service and mind service. He said, no, but when your heart, when you worship me with a heart of purity, a heart of holiness, your heart got to be right. In Matthew 15, he said, he's not even, and that, that worship, you vain worship. He said, people are steadily doing vain worship. Run, run into the commandments of man rather than commandments of God. So relationship is not created when we say we love God. It's created when we show we love God. When we show how much we love his presence. He speaks in immaculate ways for his presence. For his presence. For his presence. yeah, oh God, I feel your glory. For his presence is a reward in itself. No, I'm not a pneumatologist, but I am an authorized witness of Jesus Christ. The baptism and the initial evidence of speaking in unknown tongues have been both activated in my life. So when I begin to write this book, it is only as a resources resource. Excuse me, from my experience to assist others in understanding our greatest partner, prayer. Who is the teacher? Who knows all things? Who knows all things? Holy Spirit knows all things. And when people try to tell me they know, I know. You, you know, sometimes you were talking to people and everything. Everything I know, I know. You don't know. You have no clue. I like to listen, even in the midst of doing consultation with married couples or doing consultation with, you know, individuals who I know have never been on this certain journey before. And when I begin to start telling them things, well, I know, I've been there before, I know. Some folks don't know. You have no clue. I'm not telling you to do what I do, but learn from the things that I have done to know that you don't have to go through them too. Back to the book. There are a thousand, if not more, translations that use variable terms to describe God, who that describe Jesus, and what was described Holy Spirit. In this manuscript, where I will be referring to as Paraclete, but throughout the scripture, and throughout this book, Notations was noted when it changed. Paraclete is a Greek word That is transferred into an English format. According to Miriam Death Webster, it is borrowed from the word paracletus, which means advocate, helper, comforter. Again, it recollects everything that Jesus already has spoken. There are times in our lives when distressful situations have a tendency to remove us from God. But in my case, this distress turned me to him even the more. A time not sent and set to destroy me, but it allowed me to see with clarity the power of the one living on the inside of this temple. I had to trust the process and believe it was working for my good. I observed throughout the land where the pandemic had caused and what it was causing and has caused, and it's still causing a lot of distress, not just to sinners, but even to born again believers. It was a calamity throughout the nation affecting every area at the same time. So it will serve us to understand what scripture declared when it stated, he that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. And this was only the beginning. Paraclete, as I stated, referred to as Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, Comforter, Counselor, Advocate, etc., and the like. Wanted and needed the focus to all. The focus to be all on him. All on spirit. That many have forsaken. Yet reminding us all that Holy Spirit is the only solution to get us through any circumstance. Any pandemic. Any distress. Only Holy Spirit can get us through. Regardless of what had happened. only God said only the pure in heart shall and will see him. Not saying that it is easy, but we must hold fast to our faith and know that the Comforter has come. The Comforter has come. Whether you utilize the Holy Spirit or not, the Comforter has come. And with Spirit on our side, it will be all worth it. I'm so glad God is not man that he should lie and he is not slack concerning any of his promises. But my question to you, have you allowed Holy Spirit to lead? Have you allowed Holy Spirit to leave? Because I had to finally have an appointment with Holy Spirit. I had to finally have an appointment with Paraclete. I kept saying I needed to schedule an appointment, make time for Holy Spirit. But everything was coming and going and I would forget or be too tired. There were times I would have brief checkups. You know what I'm talking about. No brief checkups, no few minutes. But I knew it was time for a full physical. During the nine months where I was in this spiritual isolation and with a paraclete, God shared some things with me that was wrong with my physical man, where my spiritual GPS had been altered, and the things I needed to know to endure this spiritual walk. This time consisted of teaching and parting, activating, lamenting, confessing, learning, unlearning. Relearning, rebuking, seeking, basking in the light, and whose spirit was, and what spirit was able to do in my life. So I can't speak what, so see, a lot of time. my problem is we want what the Holy Spirit can do in somebody else's life, and what the Holy Spirit needs to do in somebody else. No, no, no. Seth is you in my life. This spiritual quarantine was not forced, but it was appreciated. All time people are forced to become physically isolated, and mentally traumatized. But not the, with the great comforter. A lot of things transpired. And yes, we all had the same opportunity to experience this amazing spiritual time during the pandemic. While alone, I felt nearer to God than I ever felt in my Christian walk. Why? Because now, I finally, I finally started to fully tap into my inner power source, one day I heard Paraclete say, "I want to do an interview with you." and I was dumbfounded because I started bucking at all the things about myself. Spirit said, "I know all about you, but you don't entirely know all about me." After this full interview, I had to ask God to forgive me for forgiveness, seriously. It was imperative that I receive the intervention my spiritual walk so desperately needed. Many have made excuses or want more of God, but aren't willing to submit to receiving more of the Father. How do I know? In my confession, that was my story. I was saying one thing, but doing a totally different thing. During the spiritual isolation, I was being birthed with great revelation and delivered what he had imparted into me. We are all able to do a lot. But what have we been anointed to do? Whether in the past or the present, the oil on our purpose must come out. And for me, it was the evidence of many books that have recently been published. We are impregnated with greater revelation every time we receive a kingdom visitation. The several of my spiritual babies were in ICU in incompetent, careless, unprofessional hands. Due to the python spirit not wanting them to come forth. Also dealing with the spirit of trepidation. Fear for many years. Y'all know what fear feels like when you're supposed to be doing something, supposed to be doing this, that, and the other, and fear just grips you. The spirit of trepidation. And when we go through many years of that fear, it becomes toxic to our thinking. Thinking that. In my case, I wasn't good enough to do this assignment that God placed on my hand, thinking maybe this isn't for me thinking or rushing the timing that God said, Mm-mm. he had to tell me, even with this process, because I was starting to get I started procrastinate, started being slow for in the, the assignment and God said, "You're on my time." Holy Spirit began to re- remind me about it. He said, "You're on God's time. you're not on your own time." It needs to be completed, finished. You got a time frame when it needs to be finished. I was bamboozled into thinking this negative view of what God needed needed to happen because of of what others had said. God knew the assignment before my birth. So why was I questioning or fearing it? We must be careful because the enemy is the leading source of fear. And he can utilize even some prominent people in our lives to speak negatively. Denounce the word curses in Jesus' name. Nothing is great of my own. But I give everything I am to great Holy Spirit who never speak of himself or speak of self, but only what the Father has spoken. I had to die daily so that Holy Spirit could be seen even as I wrote this fifth book. At all times, Spirit wants us to be seen and heard in the land to reveal hidden mysteries. Spirit wants to be seen and heard to reveal not only mysteries, but allow things to be discovered even in the secret place. The Bible declared those who have the gift of speaking in a different language are not speaking to people; they are speaking to God. No one understands them. They are speaking secret things through the Spirit. This is 1 Corinthians fourteen and two. I don't when when people get into this notion of I don't like people when they speaking in tongues. They're not talking to you anyway. And if they were talking to you, they should be an interpreter there to interpret. But when people they go they speak it directly to God. I always say and will continue to say that history is good and it has a respectful place, but the mysteries of Holy Spirit speaks volumes that the word has not even spoken yet. Holy Spirit is God's translator and will speak relevant things in our relevant season. Hearing about Isaac and hearing about Moses and hearing about David and the light is wonderful and it's great and it's good and we need to learn about. It. But, but what can your story tell of his goodness? That is when we truly walk in the knowing of who Father God is and knowing what Holy Spirit can do. I'm so thankful Jesus didn't leave me comfortless, but sent me, as well as you, a wonderful comforter. God knows what his people need. God knows what his people need. And let me tell you something, it's not always the multitude, it's the remnant of people that God is speaking to. It's the remnant of people that God is pouring his spirit out into. It's the remnant of people. Let me ask you a question. Have you been chosen from the chosen? See, you're a chosen generation. A royal priest. Yeah, he said you were a chosen generation, but guess what? They was Even though we are a chosen generation, Jesus always took with him either two or three. That lets me know you can be chosen from the chosen. <laughs> uh, you can be chosen from the chosen. You can be chosen from the chosen. Yeah, we all are chosen. God said, "I many are called few are chosen. But when you've been chosen from the chosen... Everybody can't go with the master into those secret places. Everybody can't go with you into the mountaintop. Be thankful that you, if you are being chosen from the chosen, to hear the things of God, to be able to elaborate on the things of God, to be able to discern the things of God, to be able to flow in, in translation by the way of Holy Spirit, the things of God. We all have to go through the method of endurance. Enduring. Harness as a good soldier. God wants us to endure. the Harness as a good soldier. Even in the midst of what we go through. This is. This, this right here. Coming from chapter 4. Sweet Communion. It says, change can't take place until we change to help change others. Let me read that again. Change can't take place until we change to help change others. It's only by God's grace. And I know the Bible says, most people say, we don't see it in the scripture. But we can't change nobody. You're right. Only the Holy Spirit can change. But are we are we speaking from the change that needs to take place in our lives? to help somebody else see the change because a lot of times people are preaching and teaching and not even applying the word to themselves but when you can apply the word to yourself and the evidence of change is being placed in your life then somebody else can say if they change I know I can too we have no earthly idea how big this is that is residing inside of us we have no earthly idea how big Holy Spirit is that is residing in us not everything is persecution. Some things are preparation for us to get where we need to be in the right in the proper time and in the proper season. We cannot and will not be able to do it without Paraclete. It's impossible. It is impossible. But dine with Paraclete. Have breakfast with Paraclete. Either we are going to carry it or we're going to cast it, but we have to decide. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever we have found ourselves in, whatever we found ourselves doing, it is not of God. You're either going to carry it or you're going to cast it, but you can't do both. It is a major difference in freedom and deliverance. Many of the Israelites were free, but they were still bound. When deliverance takes place, it is first started in the mind to gain the promised land. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. What mind is in you? Instead talking negative, Steady talking word curses, what mind is in you? Self loafing? mind is in you we have to cease with recycling hurt it must stop we have to cease from recycling hurt every opposition will help in our de- in a, to a point of our destination whatever it is whatever the op- opposition is is helping you get to that destination elevation always comes when we choose to obey If you're not choosing to obey, then guess what? Why are you still trying to be elevated? You would elevate yourself. You need to allow that flesh to die. Elevation always comes when we choose to obey. And if we're not choosing to obey, why are we trying to be elevated? You can't even obey the simple instructions. And you want to be elevated? And there are, sadly, there's so many people in the body of Christ is elevating people who know, and you know, they're not even qualified for the elevation. Many don't want revelation of Holy Spirit, but they just want some information. Many don't want revelation. And see, that's the part where the enemy don't like. The enemy don't like the fact that you receive revelation. Because he can't receive revelation. The enemy is the enemy. That's why when he was trying to quote them scriptures to Jesus, Jesus had to hit him in the head with a rhema of word. That man shall not live by It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So in the midst of that, you coming at me with the word. But let me just tell you, I, I live the word. I am the word. I breathe the word. I eat the word. And in the midst of me speaking it, I got a revelation, a of word from my father to come at you. And then they said the enemy left him because he can't receive revelation. He only come at you with the information that he has received. And that's what a lot of people in the body of Christ want. I just want information to be able to use it against you. I just want information to you come at you. No, in the midst of the revelation it's to be able to attack the enemy and his strategies. Instead of one another. It's time out for wanting a flesh message, but we need a fresh message. It's time out for a flesh, F-L-E-S-H message. And it's time for us to receive a fresh, F-R-E-S-H message. Straight downloads from the Holy Spirit. When Holy Spirit conveys a message, that is a cashier's check. And we can bank it on. We can count on it. We can make sure it. I promise you, it is going to come to pass. If it doesn't come to pass, we need to check our unbelief. Because there's no it's no lack in Holy Spirit. Maybe lack on your end, but it's no lack in Holy Spirit's end. On Holy Spirit's end. You see it a lot of time in the body of Christ. We got folks whose grace. You got folks who's anointed, you got folks who's appointed, you got folks who's called, you got folks who's redeemed. But if we can't keep nursing death words, that would be the rotten fruit we eat. Because the Bible said, death and life in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruits there. What are you eating? I don't care how anointed you are. But if you continue to speak death words, that is what you're going to receive, rotten fruit from the labor of your mouth. And noticeably, everyone gets ecstatic when God releases and speaks a rhema of word. But they hate the process of the crucifixion. People love to get a rhema of word. Oh, I love to get a prophetic word. I love to get this and that. But then you hate the process of the crucifixion. You got to learn to die to yourself. Die to you. If you don't die to you, then everything you getting is null and void. You got to know without a shadow of a doubt that we are no longer married to any pain that have been delivered for great gain. said, greater gain is yours, but you got to unmarry. You got to divorce that pain. The pain will keep having us nursing something over and over and keep the wound, keep nursing a wound over and over. No, let it go. There was a time even myself, I was terrified of the unknown. Terrified! Why? Because I was trying to do it alone rather than relying on Holy Spirit. I grew up knowing God holds the future, but I lacked trust in Him to get me there. But not anymore. Not in this season. But Paraclete's Revelation Paraclete's anointing, Paraclete's love, Paraclete's peace, Paraclete's gentleness, Paraclete's prosperity—it all flows when we first learn to obey. Obedience is what God is calling for in this hour. Everybody wants everything else. I want the titles. I want the name. I want this. I want the fame. I want the pro. I want all this stuff, but you don't even know how to obey. Obedience. We don't have, it's joy to know that we don't have to keep making ridiculous mistakes if we just learn to heed to hearing and submitting to our helper. Not just heeding, but heed and submitting to our helper. God says, submit your ways unto the Lord and resist the devil. He will flee. Everybody, he resisted the devil. He will flee. He He will flee. Okay, do the first part. What did the first part say? Submit to who? God. We got to submit to God first. Obedience brings the blessings. Obedience brings the blessings. Page 56. Obedience brings the blessing. Spirit lives in us for identification, but operates in us for manifestation. Obedience brings blessings. It's obedience. You trying to make all deep and all dignified and trying to go all this stuff and no, I got the, the the premises and I got the this and I got no, just submit, be obedient, be obedient to what God Holy Spirit is telling us to do in this hour in this season. Be obedient to what Holy Spirit is showing us. Stop going up past what Holy Spirit is saying. We want to go. We you you try to be so deep, and then Holy Spirit said, "I don't need you to say that today, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm going to be me." No, that's the problem. You being you. Allow Holy Spirit to let, let you know when you need to hush. Allow Holy Spirit to let you know when you need to speak. Allow Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in the right place. Allow Holy Spirit to direct your steps. You keep doing it. That's why it keeps a, coming a mess. You keep getting earthly results because you're not listening to the kingdom results of what God said I can show you, you can have, but you got to submit to me. You got to obey me. We want the blessings, but we don't want to obey. The blessings only come through obedience. But that was just some little inserts from the book. Spiritually isolated with paraclete. Sacred writings in the secret closet. Some things that God was showing me. In 2020, he began to show me, and I began to write it down in, in a five subject notebook every morning that I began to get up and just listen to the Holy Spirit. Some things of just being quiet, just listening, and, and the Holy Spirit was just allowing that it was just flowing, flowing. Even sometimes laying at night, trying to go to sleep at night, and it was just flowing, flowing. And so I'm just elated for what God done because even in the midst of me thinking that this was just a devotion for me, in 2021, I heard the Lord say, Compile them. Compile, do the comp." comp- Compile all of that that you put. And I'm like, okay, God, I just t- <laughs> written this down in the notebook now I got to go type it up. Yeah, Holy Spirit, so type it up. Type it up because in compiling all what I have given you, it's necessary for this season and the time. So I'm so thankful to God that I was able to be obedient to do the work, to get it out, to do it. I mean, it's been what, since 2020. And here we are in 2022, and the Lord allowed to be birthed out in this season, in this time. I'm so elated. I'm so elated because it's for the body of Christ to know when Holy Spirit is speaking to us, when to yield, when to submit, when to obey. Acknowledge. Well, a lot of people don't even acknowledge Holy Spirit, more or less, yield to Him. But If you would like to purchase the book, it's www.crcinternationalministries.com or you can find it on Amazon. But I'm so thankful to God for allowing this gift, the gift of the gifter, (laughs) the gifter that lives inside of me, allowing this gift to be utilized in this time, in this season. I pray blessings upon you. I pray that God continues to favor you. An uncommon favor, uncommon favor. With God and with man. Continue to let God do what he needs to do in your life. Holy Spirit is always with us. He told us, God already shared with us. I will never leave you nor forsake you be with you until the end of time. Why? Because we have the great Holy Spirit. We have Paraclete living on the inside of us. To let us know with assurance that God is always there. Alright, beautiful people. This is your girl, Prophet C.L. I pray much blessings upon you and your family and your seeds and your unborn seeds. May God continue to arrest you with the anointing and the favor of his kingdom. In Jesus' name. All right, good people. Peace and love.